0: the Conversation, an unscripted podcast. And now, here's your hosts, Tori and Big Ken.
1: Follow Keeping Up the Conversation on Facebook at KUTC Live.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping Up the Conversation. I am your host, Miss Tori, joined by my super duper co-host, Big Ken. <laughs>
1: oh, what's up?
2: What's up? I know, you know, before we got on, I know we were talking about just the day we're having, and you know, it's it's, it's always good and it's always blessed, you know, to just be just be having, you know, some kind of day because you know you're here, but you yes. know just before i got on the show i was having a bad hair day and i know we're talking how people laugh because not you because you don't have any hair but
1: definitely yeah. say you're talking about a bad hair day this is continuous <laughs> bad hair day you
2: know and it, and it and it totally sucks because yeah i had to wash my hair just before I got on the show and then you gotta i have to figure out what you you, what are you gonna do you're gonna do what you're gonna do and i remember Uh, on your on your other show uh the fire session we talked about how since the pandemic i had to wash my hair (laughs) learn how to wash my hair by myself and it totally sucks and i do not like it but you know what i'm here and i wouldn't miss an episode
1: i Uh, mean you could be bald I could be so you know
2: and and that's kind of like the that's kind of like the thing now you know no
1: Mm-mm. For, Mm-mm. for some
2: women Mm-mm. it is oh, oh. being let, bald. Me say,
1: let me say this i respect all women and their their choices but some women have peanut head and they mess with these boys <laughs> their whole life about their little <laughs> peanut heads and then you decide to you know to liberate yourself and to cut your hair off and you shave it down and you got the same peanut head that you talked about these little boys all these years. So yeah, ladies, but you no. consider that. Consider no. the peanut head. Consider no, that.
2: but you never know the shape of your head until you cut your hair. So okay. you just have to like.
1: If you want to know, ask your man to grab your head like this, like they used to do the little boys' head. They little palm, palm their head. They can feel the little knots. They can tell you if you. Got I've done wood,
2: that. I've done that, do that before. I've done that before with my hair. With my head. And I might have lumps. <laughs> and so oh, okay, I won't I won't be going bald. See, I got no. lucky.
1: I got lucky that my mom shaked my head inside and out. So I, I, my, my head's all right. My head's all right. So the fact that my dad blessed me with the uh, baldness that um I have, it's okay with me. Because my okay. head's my head's well, not that bad. So I'm okay here, with it. Here I be. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Anyway, I wanna say uh happy Veterans Day. Um and today we salute all those who serve in the United States Armed Forces. Thank you a million times over for
1: your indeed, service. Indeed.
2: Yes. So shout out you know, to my
1: pops, shout out to my pops, thank you for I serving, know. brother. That's my guy, it's my best friend.
2: That's awesome. He, yeah, I don't, crazy. you
1: know,
2: I don't know if I could have been in the I you know, I think I could have been in the military. I just don't know about uh, basic training. I don't know mm-hmm. if I could be jumping over you know
1: walls. You have and... been, been in, the military. You can't get past the beginning.
2: Like that's what I said. I don't know if I, I you know, <laughs> if they could just let me like um, get past the beginning and believe me when I tell them that I'm physically fit, and then just let me get past that, and you know,
1: yeah, okay. and just we'll
2: train me how... how to do everything else.
1: Yeah, we'll see how that works out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless,
1: we salute you. <laughs> indeed, indeed.
2: All right, I got it. I got to Let's let's move on real quick to our hot topic for today. So I want to talk real quick about. Remember the the postal worker that kind of called fraud on, you know, the the ballots after I guess like election day. You know, he, uh, but he recanted the claim that. The supervisors attempted to backdate ballots mailed after election. His name is Richard Hopkins, um, and he's a postal service worker from Erie, Pennsylvania. And he alleged that he overheard supervisors discussing the plan to backdate mail-in ballots for election day. But when Hopkins was questioned by <laughs> when he was questioned by the federal investigators with the Postal Service Inspector General's office, he said, "Uh, I was kidding. That's not." I I didn't mean that. But you know what I think? It came from um apparently a group of a group called Project Veritas, I think that's what they're called. And they said they were offered $25,000 for claims of voter fraud across the country. And Hopkins jumped on that thinking he was gonna get some money and it did not work out. And the last thing I heard was he had a GoFundMe page. I went to go check it, and that GoFundMe page <laughs> is down. <laughs> you know me? I'm gonna check and, and and see. And so no, you know, it's I think he realized when he's sitting in front of the in front of the inspectors, he's probably like, you know what, this is not even worth it it's i you know
1: yeah people do some strange things for money and in these times you know you never know what per what people are going through personally you know uh their personal financial situation so you know people become desperate and that's pretty risky you know any anytime you say somebody's doing something on that level especially dealing with Mm -hmm. the mail system eh, that's 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 very very risky and uh yeah. you better you better you, be, you better have all your ducks in a row because believe me when the government gets involved it's serious business
2: it is and you know it's it's you know government and and, and federal it's just you know just not any branch that you that you want to that you want to mess with you know let alone local police but you know just you know but i just think that he, like you said he desperate means <laughs> <laughs> and he recanted and i want to say i i can't remember i watched so much of the election but i want to say that too much i yeah i did i know i went crazy when i was election crazy i was addicted but i think that i i don't know i could be wrong but i thought i saw him make a statement about the the ballots and about the fraud and but i haven't seen this person that said that since so i'm i'm almost certain that's who I saw, but I I'm don't know. you he... talking Trump. about Trump. No one is talking <laughs> about Trump right now. No, no he's he he's
1: throwing Trump. a whole fit about this situation, and he's also causing his supporters to throw fits as well. So it's it's going to a whole nother level now, and this is this is starting to escalate. So but you
2: know, this... I want to ask you something real quick about Trump. Do you think that you know, okay, so he may not. He may not concede, but do you think that he still can leave the White House with dignity if he if he addressed the public and he apologized? Do you think that he can then, even if he doesn't concede, we're going to give him that? Even if he concede, he does not concede, do you think that he could still leave the White House with dignity and still maintain? Um, you know, I guess, uh, that extension to, into the public. And do you think p- people will still respect him? No, <laughs> no, this man this man <laughs> has
1: acted the way he's acted the whole four years. So whatever you, uh, have deemed him as in the past four years, that's the lasting impression that he's going to leave with. So one good thing that he does on the way out is not going to change anything. hmm so, you know, if you've been acting a fool the whole time and you say, you, you know what, I'm about to leave you. But as you go out the door, I'm going to give you $500 before I leave. <laughs> Is that going to change your outlook on the whole relationship that you just messed up? Nope. Right. She's going to be happy yeah. to get that $500, but she's still right. going to tell you to get out.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you That's, know, yeah. hey. It's just time for him to go. And he's got to realize that, you know, the same energy that he had coming in when they were, you know, just like, well, just, just, you know, just realize that he won, you know, his supporters were like, everybody's upset. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just accept it. Right. Keep that same energy. Just accept that he lost. (laughs)
2: Right. Yeah. You know, and, and another thing that I, that I was watching is how they say that Trump, there is a lot. There are a lot of things that he can do when he leaves the White House. I mean, the White House. You know, you look at you look at um, Barack and Michelle Obama, the things that they've done. But they're they're different people, and they're saying yeah. that Trump it's- could come out and he can do things, and and he can still stay relevant. But here's the problem: Trump doesn't care about that. He is losing power, and I think that that's why he's pouting. I, I think that no matter what it is that he can do you know, to, to help. He, he, he very well may be able to do, you know, to help or whatever when he leaves the white house, but he is upset because he doesn't have that, that power.
1: Yeah. So I mean, that's the biggest thing, you know, Trump loves that power. So, mm -hmm. you know, with him being, you know, off, off the radar kind of and kind of powerless, we'll see uh, what kind of antics that he comes up with to stays to stay relevant. So yeah, yeah, this is going to be interesting.
2: And, and OK, wait. So one other thing I know we weren't even supposed to be talking about Trump. One other the that I saw before I got online was that um, tw- I'm not sure if it was Twitter or, you know, who who addressed this. But they said that once Trump leaves the White House and all these rants that he has on Twitter, they no longer are going to be responsible for. So if he posts anything, you know crazy on twitter then twitter now has the right to just cut him off altogether so that's another power play yeah yeah
1: Yeah, they've done it before (laughs) since he's been president they've they've cut his access i mean somebody should have cut his access somebody should have been doing it for him Mm
3: -hmm. at least
1: because you know with him posting the stuff that he posted and then you're gonna misspell like what kind of crazy stuff is that? Like you're the president of the United yeah. States and you're misspelling things. You don't have spell Come check, on, Yeah, you
2: can't. Yeah, you can't just pass your phone to the right and say, "Say, you know, <laughs> spell check, spell check that for me, real quick." Yeah, you know?
1: clearly he had no checks and balances in his administration, and he just does. He just does what he wants, and that that kind of absolute power in this day and time cannot work. It just cannot clearly. work
2: yeah there's going to be
1: mistakes made and unfortunately for us maybe some of those mistakes have cost people their lives but we're not going to speculate mm.
2: Nope, we're not so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the business spotlight that's what we're going to do Indeed. so every week we profile a successful small business in our business spotlight and this week we are shining the light on Ezravere wines founded by jasmine Tashimia and Ashanti, who by the way are our guests today. Ezravere Wines is a crisp sparkling wine blend of Chardonnay, Chenot, Blanc. So take a quick peek of the ladies when they appeared on the Discovery Channel show. I quit. So this is
4: where the wine is actually made.
0: This is where we make it, yes. Wow. Ooh, Ooh. It's like like Cranberry, I smell like all types of food. Hey, Melissa Hi, hey.
4: Melissa. Welcome to the lab. This is where I like to say it, all the magic happens. Yes. Okay. It's yeah. crazy to
3: see the process just because we were moving as we came to us in something like that.
2: Right. Right. Yep. Like yeah, <laughs> that's how we started. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yep. that. All right. Wow. so you guys keep watching and we'll have a great business chat with the ladies of Ezra Vier Wines. If you have a business question during the show, be sure to drop it in the comments on Facebook. To apply to have your business appear in this business spotlight, go to KUTC Live on Facebook and complete the form in our About section. So what we're going to do is take a quick break and we'll be right back We'll get your beverage, get a quick snack and get ready for the ladies of Ezra Vierne Wines. All right, we are back. And so a kitchen table discussion between three best friends led our guests today to found their own wine company. And now they are here with us to discuss the good, the bad, and sometimes the ugly part of owning a business. Welcome to the show, the trio and owners of Ezra Veer Wines, Jasmine, Tashimia and Ashanti from Queens, New York. Hello, Jasmine and Ashanti. We are missing are doing? Hi. we are missing somebody.
0: Right,
2: right, right. <laughs> <laughs> hi,
4: Victoria.
2: Hi. There she is. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the show, ladies. It is so good to see you guys.
0: Thank you very much for having us. Thank you.
2: Yes. Yes. We're
3: yes. so excited.
2: <laughs> I'm so glad you guys can make time for us. And, you know... Um, So anyway, welcome to this. Welcome to the show. So I'll I'll, I'll jump right in. You know, I want to say that um, it doesn't matter who you are. We all know the mental strength and 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 just commitment it takes just to maintain a good and healthy friendship. But you guys started a business together. So before we really get into the show, I want to know how you guys met
4: so i'll 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 tell that story (laughs) okay first i do want to say happy veterans day big ken happy veterans day to your dad and really quickly y'all chemistry is so on point yeah i I love it i I love love it
1: (laughs) i love it
4: Thank you. <laughs> so, really quickly, how we met was I was in private school and I came into public school in the third grade. Taishimi and Ashanti already knew each other from kindergarten. So, I was, you know, used to the private school life. I came to public school and I was just really quiet and timid. And they thought that I got into an altercation. This is the third grade, mind you. <laughs>
2: Already started
4: rumors. <laughs> with with one of their friends. Mind <laughs> you, I was quiet, You know. <laughs> and so, like, literally in the third grade, they tried to jump me. Oh my god. Wait, wait,
2: wait. Thank hold you. on. Wait, 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 wait. 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 No, wait. No, so, no. so, so, ch- so, <laughs> wait a minute. So Ashanti and his and did I am pronouncing your name right, Tysenia? Yes, yeah,
0: that's yeah, perfect. Yeah.
2: So you guys tried to jump Jasmine? No. <laughs> no, no. You know, you know what, you know way. what, Jasmine? You know what, Jasmine, you have the floor. So you go ahead, okay. you tell the story.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nothing, right. And this was on the schoolyard, literally the schoolyard, the third grade. They stepped that's to right. me. They stepped to me, literally. <laughs> oh, you, you, you trying to talk about our friend? I said, I don't even know who y'all are. We are in the third grade.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so well, that's so funny. Was, like, even you know, this so is I so I funny. Was, I said. Well, I'm gonna tell my brother. He's in the fifth grade. They got scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's so oh, wow. funny. And then that then, is hilarious. That's, that is and so how, true. And then
2: that's, and right. so then that's all. That's when it all started you know sometimes you know you know sometimes that's how friendship kind of starts you know almost like how when a girl you know or a guy likes a girl whatever and the girl throws a rock at the guy and they're like you know and (laughs) that's how you show someone you like them you know you throw a rock at them (laughs) (laughs) and I and and you know what big kid I think depending on how hard you throw the rock that's how much you really like them (laughs)
1: Right. Yeah, that seems to be the running right. thing in elementary for, for girls to beat on the guy. And then the guy's like, you know, supposed to know that she really likes me. Right. She just has to redirect her energy. <laughs> <laughs> her energy is, mis, is just misguided at that point.
2: <laughs> okay, so, so do you guys all still live in the same city?
3: No. Ashanti oh. and I do.
2: Six okay. years
4: ago I moved to Georgia. So I'm currently in Georgia right now.
2: Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. like the wine capital, but you know, we're not gonna talk about that right now. We're gonna slowly we're gonna slowly ease into that. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so we fast forward and somehow the idea of starting a wine company came up. So give us like the short story of how you guys gave birth to the to this idea.
0: So um, a lot of times, you know, after high school, we would get together at Jasmine's mom's house or my house or whatever and talk about our goals, our aspirations. So one night we were at Jasmine's house, our mother's house um, in Queens, and we were saying how we love wine. We did, that we were exposed to wine at a kind of a young age because that was the first wine that we had around or alcohol that we had around. And we were like, wow, <laughs> like, you know, like what would it take to, and was, this was 2011 ish. Um, what would it take to do your own? Like, we like wine, we love the Pinot Grigios and even Moscatos, whatever. How do we do this on our own? Um, And of course, at that time, we were too young. We didn't have the money to do it, but we did a lot of research. Um, We would reach out to vineyards and we would get, you know, hanged up on and whatever. But um, just about four years ago, we, we started to financially support our vision Um, with money so now we have the knowledge we have a little a little bit of money from our nine to fives we put it all together and then we were uh on our first shelf about three or four years ago um in queens new york so that's how that all happened
2: okay so before i get really deep into the wine i found out about you guys because i channel surf for one because i stay up so late at night and you know i came across the show i quit on the discovery channel and so i watched the show but i kind of found out that it wasn't all rainbows and ponytails on this show because you guys um the show was all about quitting your jobs to follow your dreams and it showed the grind of being a business owner and partners and for the viewers just real quick um that haven't heard about the show. Tell us a little bit about the show and your experience on being on the show.
3: So the show um, was basically about, like you said, to focus about how regular people quit their nine to five jobs to be entrepreneur. Um, being on the show definitely, um, ha- being followed is different for us. Um, and I feel like the best part was that it was a lot of exposure, it was a lot of life lessons and people really got to see our journey and to see that you can literally do anything.
2: Yeah, oh. oh, we got
3: stuck. How you breaking up? Yeah, we. Oh, sorry, guys. Game. Um, that you can literally do anything that you put your mind to. Um, if you really work hard, and it shows you the good mm-hmm. and the bad and the ugly of business. Like some places, you will get denied. Sometimes people won't want to speak to you. Sometimes your business could be shut on cash, and sometimes you know you'll be late nights and early mornings but it also teaches you just keep going right
2: and <clears throat> oh were you going to say something ashanti
0: no i was agreeing with what tashimi said mm-hmm.
2: okay you know i think you know on watching reality shows sometimes it can show the it, it can show or it can expose so much about you and your character uh, but it also but sometimes it doesn't show who you really are did the show help or hurt you guys in terms of your friendship?
4: Well, one thing I will say is that good. Thing, the good thing about this show was that it wasn't a reality show. It was a docu-series. A docu-series,
2: okay. It was
4: unscripted. It was raw. They literally followed us. Whatever we did, they was just there. Mm-hmm. So there was no puppet, puppet master behind the whole filming, which was a good thing because what you guys did see was really what happened. I will say that You guys only really saw in those eight episodes about 45% of what we really did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So you guys didn't even really get to see, like, more of the positive things that we did in the wine world, the networking, the marketing, the the education that we got, who we connected with, a lot of the more of the positive things. But, you know, that's TV. Right,
2: exactly,
4: yeah. It is, but I like the simple fact that we was able to just show people that people who look like us, Mm -hmm. people who are our gender, people who are in our age group, are in the wine world. And we're super non-traditional. We don't want to do anything by the book. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want to have black tablecloths at a wine event. We want to have right. wine tablecloth. So what? Right. If it gets a little red wine on it, you take it to the dry cleaners, keep it moving. So we wanted to show people you can break out of the norm and you could do what you want to do. You know, so that was the good thing about the show. To spin off of what Ty said, you know, it was hard and it did try on our relationship. But we've been friends for 27 years. Nothing is going to tear us apart.
0: Nothing. You know,
4: just got to see what really happens sometimes in business, and that's the reality of it. The reality is that we go through these things sometimes, and it just makes it just made us stronger,
2: right? And you know, and and I think that you know whether you're on or off the show, being being three ladies and being in business, it totally can you know, challenge you guys. And I think what's really important to me is learning, just kind of knowing, and, I, and and we're going to talk about Ezra Wines, I promise, but, you know, it, it's just so encouraging and motivating to see three young women being friends since since third grade and starting a business together. How do you guys kind of like, how do you guys keep that friendship friendship cohesive because we all know we're women and we have sometimes we have some issues with each other and hold on
1: hold on, hold on before, before you finish that question <laughs> oh, oh i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> ben, i want what, to what, what no, put this in because this is kind of what you're asking but it has something to do with the show so before okay. we move on from that okay. piece i wanted to ask when you all were looking at the show yourselves did you see anything that went on at the time that you didn't realize a certain way you were, you know, you were behaving, some words you said, or mm, uh, anything that's a that you good, gave? Well, juicy.
0: Here's question. Something, that is a juicy question and it's a loaded <laughs> question. And is a thing with T V called sound bites. I don't mm. know if you know what sound bites are. Yeah. So I can say I can say, for example, I can't stand this cookie. So a sound <laughs> yeah. bite is they'll take I can't stand and then three weeks later, I said, Tashimia, you look nice. And then they'll say, I can't stand Tashimia. Right, girl, right, right. it's a <laughs> sound <bite> going on. <laughs> Yo, it was so funny because we did watch the last episode together at Jasmine's beautiful apartment in Georgia, and we were just, like, shaking our head, like, I didn't say that. When we said that, when we said that, because it was a of soundbite. It's, it's literally – Cut and paste, like yeah. that's what sound bites do. They cut yeah. and paste. So
1: wait we was now. like, that. and
0: then the <laughs> beauty of it is, wait, we get to laugh about it. Like, yo, that's right. mad funny. Like, we just right. laughed about it. So that's that's really what it is. A lot of so, it. So
2: you know, uh, okay, Ashanti. So and and I'm not gonna even harp on this, but I do want to say this. So I did. I when I was watching the show, is it true that you guys got into it over the thermostat? That the, one was hot and one was cold. <laughs>
3: Yes and no. So no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes Yes and i and I say yes and no. And like Shanti said, the good thing about the good and the bad about this is (laughs) and I love this is because it is a you know it's a docuseries one,
1: two two, reality
3: TV and three copy (laughs) sound bite am I excuse me it's a bitch excuse my word was there was a sound like right, sitting that I here and it. I was like wait if we didn't the best part about working <laughs> with your friends is like wait
4: a minute <laughs> Stop like <them>. wait wait <laughs> listen I there was a like,
0: wait <laughs> I was like I was like Ty remember I was like um I I'm cold and then Ty said good but that was that was not together. Not like, remember that? <laughs> I was like, bro, no, I was cold. And then Todd's voice came out of nowhere and said, good. Like, we were like, <laughs> that's that, that, that good. It was so funny because that good didn't even happen when I said I was cold.
4: So it yeah. was just like... Let me say this real quick. I think this goes for any relationship, whether it's with your parents, whether it's with your husband, your wife, your spouse, your best friend, any relationship, when you get to a point where you have a disagreement, an altercation, an argument, it's never really about what it's about. It's right, always about right. that kind of like build that's up over time. You're like, can you pass me the remote? Oh, you're not going to say please? See? That's right. It. But it, and then that just gives a segue into other things that have been built up so that's what it really was about just built up stuff but the heat because it was hot as hell let me tell you <laughs> it, it was hot. hot it was just the segue it was the segue yeah but that sound bite is real i
0: promise y'all can. <laughs> It,
3: it, that soundbite no, real <laughs> no it's ridiculous. like
1: and that's, when that's what watched, I kind of figured that's why I asked that's why yeah. I kind of figured you know I've yeah. heard no, that from a couple other people who've been on shows so yeah <laughs> they do that so I, I kind of figured that okay well I
2: just I just I just wanted to be be certain because you know Hey, that's what you know, that's what was in the show, but I'm like, that can't that can be. But then of course at the end, or I, I remember it's, it's been a while since I watched it. Of course there was an end where where I think Ashanti said, Well, yeah, we have been drinking too. <laughs> right, but so
3: see the we so, Why were we drinking? So this is the part that kills me and TV is crazy. So they didn't show Ashanti's birthday was literally three days before we left. So the whole time, like if you really watch the episode, you don't see me because behind the scenes, while they're doing events, I'm literally running around New Orleans trying to find a cake, a restaurant, oh, places wow. to wrap her gifts. Like they're not showing that, and that's why oh, we were wow. doing. That. We weren't eating, and they even skipped her dinner. Like we got a restaurant, oh, wow. we sat down and we had dinner. We weren't partying that night. Like it was our first night there. They filmed all they of that, and they filmed all of it. To- yeah, they actually wanted to. We actually wanted to do her dinner the second night of the last night of the festival because that's it was Saturday. Mm-hmm. So they said they, you know, they asked us to push it back and push it back to that Friday. So they, and we didn't even drink that much. We literally had one or two drinks. I don't even think that because we were all tired. Mm-hmm. So that was like we were drinking that line. And I remember this is funny, but she would said that. What Ashanti exactly said, we were standing on the corner outside, actually was, it's not like we were drinking normally, but we were drinking. That's literally the sentence that that she said. Right. Yeah. But then it was a soundbite. So now we all know what
2: soundbites are. Right. (laughs) Yeah, because according to, According to them, they made it seem like you guys were just tore up.
0: So yeah. It was my
2: birthday.
0: I'm going to tell you, it was my birthday. We went out to dinner. We exchanged gifts. Jasmine, Tom, my wife, they bought me nice gifts. They said a nice, beautiful speech. We love Ashanti because XYZ. They -hmm. filmed all of it and left all of it out. They filmed Mm -hmm. it. Entire thing, so we that's were kind of we upset. like up. that's That like a bunch of drunk bitches on on <laughs> Street like, for no reason, like for no reason. We were just
2: drunk, you know. What I'm saying
0: but, it's, it's just yeah. like it's, it's 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 TV, you know. What I'm yeah, saying so, yeah, you know,
2: exactly. It's it's just like you said, Ashanta. You know, uh it's TV and on TV drama sales so. Mm-hmm. That, Absolutely. That's, that's what that was so we um, don't regret it i don't regret yeah. the experience at all i had a um, good time we got a lot of exposure from
0: it and it, it works it's fun mm-hmm.
2: you know what i'm saying we're
0: still best friends you know we're still here mm-hmm. so it was fun it was very fun yes.
2: so now before starting the wine company i know that uh shanti i think you mentioned that you guys had kind of researched and done everything that would was that was that part of like what gave you guys the, the the push to kind of start the, the wine company or, uh, you know, did, it was it was like, you know, how kind of girls kind of hanging around. Ooh, you know, I like I like this flavor and it's strawberry. This this is what we're going to do. This feels good to my palate. So let's just do this, you know, or did you guys actually like sit down and come up? This is the flavor. This is this. This is that,
0: you know. Right. So our original blend is, is a Pinot Grigio Moscato blend. So we took two wines that we really like, which is a Pinot Grigio and a Moscato, one dry, one sweet, and we combined the two. We married the two, right? That was our original blend, which we will bring back hopefully at some point next year. Um, uh, and we wanted to be different. It's not many wines that are blended with two odd grapes like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did it, and it, it was a hit. You know, that's what we had for the first, like, year or so of our business. Now we're producing a Chenin Blanc and Chardonnay blend. Um, And again, we're sticking to the theme of blended grapes, like different grapes, but together. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's pretty much it. We wanted something different. You know what I'm saying? And we got it. We did it.
2: So this is kind of, this is for you ladies. So this is kind of a two-part question. I want to know how you came up with the name, Ezra, Ezra Wines, and then also... In two thousand, so you guys started the company in two thousand eleven, but you didn't bottle the first wine until two thousand eighteen. Um, I kind of want to know why there was such a, a long, pause in between the the from starting to bottling your first wine. So first, I guess, tell me how you guys came up with Wine, the name Ezra Vier Wines.
0: So, oh, you want to do that? Do
2: so,
4: the first part. I'll answer the second question.
0: OK, so at the time we were at the kitchen table, I was taking a class in college and I was in business class. And we were going over literally at the at that very moment in school how to come up with names and concepts for your business. I was in business school. So my professor would always say do wordplay, flip words around if the word is is is. Uh, can't cannery and it's supposed to start with a C use the letter K like use wordplay flip them around whatever whatever so we came up with, we must have wrote down 50 60 names we didn't sit right so I took the word reverse and I reversed it oh, and when we sounded okay. it out okay. right when we sounded it out it had a nice little cute ring to it and we all agree like yo that's it the word the word Ezra Veer is the word reverse reverse and we oh, stuck okay. with it
2: very right. creative
0: oh.
4: very creative Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And then that, that also plays into the fact that when we always got together at my mother's kitchen table, by the time Sunday, hit, we were ready to reverse back to the weekend. We, right. <laughs> we didn't want to go to work, go to school. We wanted to reverse. So it just kind of like played together
2: perfectly. within an it. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, so, and- Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, finish. We want to know.
4: The second question. The reason why it took us so long, Ms. Tori, was because we don't come from a family of business owners, of really, like, innovators. Our, Our people before us was just like, go to work, get a job, get a good nine to five, get a good city job, go to school. You know, my mother, she definitely embedded in me, do better than me, own something, get your own business, do something. So those words were embedded in us, but the blueprint of how to do it Right. Idea. So, being like from conception, when Ezra Viz started in 2011, we was like, okay, we're entrepreneurs at heart. Nine to fives never sat well with us. I've had a plethora of jobs because I would just be so quick to get another job or start a business. I would be ready to quit this job. I'm just ready to advance, advance. So, when the opportunity presented itself for us to start a wine beverage, okay, we had this great idea, but what do we do next? Right. And with no knowledge, with no capital, with no education, nothing about the wine world. The only thing we knew about the wine world was drinking wine. That was yeah,
0: it. Right. Biggie so <laughs> piggyback on that real quick, Jazz. We were in 2011. We were in our young 20 something. So this right here is not a cheap project. So no. anybody in their young 20s, unless you have a, a inheritance or somebody giving you or, or invested in you, it's a very difficult task. So that also delayed our process because this is a difficult task to do. It's not cheap. And young 20-year-olds, my, my nieces are 20. I can't see them doing no wine, <laughs> beverage right now or anything like that. Right. You know what I'm
2: saying?
0: So, <laughs> you know, it, 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 took some, it, we, it took a lot of saving and sacrificing mm-hmm. for these years to finally have enough in a, in a stack to say, okay, we're ready. Boom, mm-hmm. drop. You know, and that's what we did. We sacrificed a lot.
2: Oh, yeah. And and, you know, just to kind of I know that um, I'm a business owner and I know that there there is the sacrifice. There is a financial responsibility. And then it's almost like you do something and it's not right. You scratch and do it over. And every time you scratch something that costs you money. And so yeah. I, I I totally understand. And I really respect you ladies for just hanging Thank in. And, and moving, yeah, and just moving and moving forward with that. Now, as as business owners, you know we have to delegate certain responsibilities to the to the partners. So, who's responsible for what in Ezravere Wines?
3: So, the way that it breaks down, so Ashanti, we basically shows what everyone's good at. Like, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses. Like, Ashanti's good with people. You can't. I don't care what anyone sells. She can literally sell water to the ocean. Like the ocean <laughs> is full. Like she can get you to buy the it. Room. So like literally. So that's what she's good at. She's good with people, she's good with sales. She's a very genuine person. She she can she she pulls the room to her. She draws the room. So that's why she's our CEO. She, 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 you she's sound like me,
2: Shanti. You sound like me cuz you know I really hey. hey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's That's great with with, oh, yeah. you know, Jazz is great with numbers, accounts, and marketing. And that's why um, she is our chief financial officer. Me, on the other hand, I'm good with like marketing material and branding and setups and things like that. So that's what I do. But also, um, even though we have those titles, we always jump in when it's needed. It's like, hey, what else needs to be done? What's left on the table that needs to be picked up? And I think that's the best part about us because. I like the simple fact that it needs to be done. It feels better to know that my co-owner, who's also my friend, is like, hey, Ty, you're great at this. Can you tackle this task? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's really what it is. We just took our strengths and ran with
1: it.
2: Yeah, I think that, you know, and and the fact that you ladies have different titles that you hold, one important thing that I've always learned about business is that, you know, you want to learn all aspects of of the business. You want to be able to get your hands dirty, you know. So if, if, you know, if Ashante is traveling and selling the wine in Africa, then Jasmine can come in and say, you know what, I'll do what she does. So, you know, that's, you know, the fact that you guys have that that dynamic. And, you know, I know you do this- Yeah, the trifecta. the trifecta. So I know that, right. yeah, right so that you guys all have that it doesn't matter who's out the business still runs and it still gets done. So kudos yeah. to you guys. So what's Thank the you. what flavors what flavors of wine do you guys currently have like on the market right now?
4: We've so had, right now we
0: uh Jazz. Oh, I'm sorry. We
4: currently have a Chenin Blanc and Chardonnay blend which is our sparkling wine. And then we also have a Moscato out, which has a hint of orange zest. So it's not your traditional super, super sweet, sugary Moscato. It's very smooth and silky at the end. So it has that nice, smooth finish and like a small little hint of orange zest. So that's what we currently have out right now.
0: Okay. What makes us um, different, too, is that most Moscatos, most sparkling wines, the alcohol volume is between 6 and 8%. Ours is eleven point five percent. Oh wow because we, don't want you to, we don't want you to feel like you're drinking juice. Right. We want you right. to, yeah. to feel something. <laughs> so we did that purposefully. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so what what um what goes into so you guys I know we showed a little a clip of you guys um you know going to I believe the winery and doing the and getting the wine all started. So what what goes like into making your wine. Do you guys have, do you guys get to go and you guys stomp the grapes and do all that? And, you know, you (laughs) know, do you guys get to do all that? It's so funny no. how people still ask
0: me or act I don't know about y'all, Jazz and Tyler. People always say, So, y'all take off your shoes and socks and stomp yeah, on rape? Yeah, because that's so oh, old. That, like, no,
2: that, say, that's, like, we, that's like the fun part of it. That still exists. That's what you, know? that, I I you had have to, it in your yeah,
0: backyard.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does, <laughs> but that is not what goes into the process of as for beer and God, No, I have a foot fetish. So, no, there's a uh, lot of things
4: <laughs> <there's laughs> on a big scale. It's it's produced on a big scale so that's for so many huge. people stomping around on grapes you know how long it would take to take the time
0: right, <laughs> right. that's, old that's, school.
2: that's, oh, the, that's the essence it's the that's essence. if you have
0: a vineyard in your backyard <laughs> like if i have right. a backyard vineyard then i'll be stomping grapes i guess but even um, then i'll probably get a machine let me tell you we... stop stomping them
2: grapes backyard.
0: <laughs> oh snap, I need to try some of your stuff. <laughs> but no, we try to we try to make trips to um to California. We do a lot of tasting. Um we, we control the gluten and you know the sugars, the glycerin, and all of the stuff that goes inside. We taste a lot. Hopefully at some point in our career we can afford to purchase a plot of land to grow our own grapes and do all of that good stuff. That from giant nice. like that would. But right now we're paired up with a bunch of vineyards that are happy to work with us throughout California um, mm. that help us produce what we produce. And it's, it's really, it's a good process. It's dope.
2: What's the, what's the hardest part or what's the most challenging part of being uh, owners of a wine company?
0: Just trying to gain, garner that respect and get our foot in. It's still a white male dominated industry. Um, so yeah. a lot of the the black owned, I'm sorry with the, with the noise. Um, okay. A lot of the black owned wines, Uh, we pretty much, we run in the same circles. We all know each other um, because we're all, there's so much room for us together to grow, Mm -hmm. you know? So we're just trying to earn our respect and earn our, you know, acknowledgement and just be prevalent in this industry.
2: You know, I remember, I remember that um, there was one point years ago that I thought, you know, I was, I'm going to pair up and and I'm going to start a wine company. First of all, the reason why it didn't work, one is because I'm a big marketing head and I'm not a drinker, so that wouldn't have worked. That definitely would not have worked, have worked for me because you know I wouldn't be able to drink to drink the wine. And I think the the other part of it is it's just kind of understanding how it all how it all works. And I was like totally, totally afraid to jump, afraid to jump in because I'm like I don't even understand how this works, and I I'm, and I'm not a big a big drinker and this is going to be such a crazy question but i'm sure one of you guys can answer can someone get into the wine business if they are not a big drinker
0: absolutely yeah you, you could yeah. you could
3: invest in it you definitely can invest in it oh, um, That's an nice, nice idea just a little different because someone would have to tell you i think um when it comes to describing it you can always describe your product but the passion will be a little bit different because you actually don't know what it tastes like right
2: Right.
4: and you know let's not forget there's a team you can have you can build a team so you may be like really proficient in one aspect of the wine business you may know everything more than a sommelier knows but -hmm. you just don't really drink wine at a drinker that's where a partner or somebody can come in, a teammate or something, where they can be that part of it because you do need to taste the wine. You do need to know like what people's palates are, different age groups, you know, different um, demographics and things. So you do need to know as far as like palate wise what you're going to be selling, so right. that you can, you can bring. That. Oh, so I, to,
0: yeah. to also piggyback on that, Jazz, and what you asked earlier, one of our most challenging things was. The paperwork and the red tape we had to cut through to get through this industry.
2: That's it. I'm
0: sorry for cursing, but (laughs) oh
2: no, this is an adult
0: show. It was a lot of uh trials and tribulations with that like the legality, the red tapes, the clearances, the permits. It was just like it's almost like the United States don't even want you to do this. Wow, it's a lot. So once you learn about that, the legal the uh, law part of it and all of that, you're almost as good as Golden. That's a big challenge in itself. Before you get your product the, in the bottle, the bottle design, before all of that, you got to be legal. So that part drove us nuts. You understand
4: oh, what I mean? so, The reason right. why it drove us nuts is because it's not mapped out. If you go on Google and say, or oh Siri, hey Siri, how do I boil an egg? It tells you a couple of steps exactly what to do to boil an egg. Right. 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 Without this. They literally make it difficult. You can type in verbatim. What license do I need in the state of New York to become, li-? you know, like, t- oh, my God, they'll send you over here, over here. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really- oh, right. It was just like it was crazy.
0: It was crazy. Yeah.
4: Oh,
1: wow. Oh, wow. It was crazy. So- and that's so, what I was going to ask you, too, uh, um, with the with the processes. And that's the first thing I thought about is the, the many different processes that you probably have to go through to get everything set up. Um, has anybody ever approached you about mentoring them? Oh, of
0: course. Help? So like, I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. We are just launching now our mentorship program called Ezra Veer Gives. Okay. And Ezra Veer Gives empowerment, encouragement, and education. We want to help people behind us. The next set of three young black girls that want to start a liquor brand, a wine brand, or any business for that matter, we don't want it to be so difficult. It was very difficult. A lot of crying mm-hmm. nights and frustrating brick oh, walls we had to hit. So we want to be a roadmap. Now, we're not going to sit here and give you all of the the whole road. We're not doing no, that. No, you got to put in the You got to put in some work. But mm-hmm. if we could make it just a bit easier for someone to give them some basic knowledge and information and encouragement, we are going to do that. Um, Ezra V. Gives also not only do mentorship, but we do volunteer work for the community. So we'll give out food for Thanksgiving, which is what we're doing at a restaurant. It's giving out food for Thanksgiving oh, and, awesome. uh, you know, speaking at schools and stuff like that. So we want to just encourage all around. So we're kicking that off before the year ends. Ezra think- Gives.
2: I think that um, Ezra, yeah, Ezra Vare gives is definitely uh, very, very positive because I know in business, one thing that helped me a lot was having mentors. And sometimes yes. all you need is exactly what you said. You just need a little bit of direction. And a the little that, bit, right. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that Ezra Ezrevere wines is, you know, has Ezra Vier gives, that's extremely positive because there people are going to have questions. And like you said, you do no one is asking for you to just, you know, take me and just show me everything. If you could just right. show someone just a little bit. And then they can you know they may get stuck at one point and you can show them how to get through that point. So right. I think that's a, that's a beautiful thing. So I, I, again, I, I commend you, ladies um, for for that. Um, Thank you. you know one of the things that I want to say, which is which is obvious for for a lot of business owners is how is Ezra Verde, uh wines doing with you know with the pandemic in play for a lot of businesses?
0: Well, it helped it hurt us at the same exact time. So real quick, in a nutshell, Helped in a way with the whole Black Lives Matter and pandemic. Everybody was looking for all Black everything. So we Mm -hmm. were showing up in blogs and stuff that we never even knew existed because we were just kind of being surfaced Mm -hmm. everywhere as young Black women that own a wine brand and it helped us a lot. So in that sense, it it did well for us. The downside is that California is suffering really bad with COVID-19. And not only COVID-19 but with the fires, the the forest fires they're dealing with. So mm-hmm. at one point, our vineyard kind of closed for like a, almost a month. Mm-hmm. And that hurt oh, our business. Wow. Yeah. And it was nothing that they could do. It was all governmental like shutdowns mm-hmm. in California, which kind of stopped our business or halted our business. And we're still kind of feeling the effect of that today because they're now scrambling to get their work done still so we have kind of- have a lot of patience, and we have to now relay these uh you know uh messages to our clients and it's just it's a mess it is a mess oh, but wow. we're still grateful that they are they are up and running and we still are moving but like at a slug but they're, they're working so it's a, it's a domino effect on everyone
2: mm-hmm. yeah uh, now um is as if wines distributed locally or is it can be it can be purchased worldwide
3: you can purchase it on, so you can, right now, you can purchase it on our website, com. There's also, um, we do distribute, um, me, we do ship, um, we're trying to get up and running for out of the country. One of our biggest locations we have right now is Bermuda. You can also go to Cocoa Key Reefs in Bermuda and have Beer. But As for shipping right now, it's only within about 32 states. Um, right. Also, you can also sh- Buy directly from locations, of course, in New York City and Brooklyn and Queens, as well as Delaware, Pennsylvania, and we are also available California. in um, California. And no. then,
4: starting in December, we'll be available in New Jersey. So we just locked down distribution for
2: New Jersey. So that's- Awesome. When- that is so, that is totally Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I'm I, going to let you guys go in a minute. I promise. I promise. <laughs> um, as, uh, as friends and business owners and all of this together, what advice would you give to friends that may be thinking of going into business together?
3: Be honest. Uh, right. Communicate. Honest. Mm-hmm. Communicate and separate your friendship from the business part. Um, because at the end, after your business meeting, that person that you just had a disagreement about something simple, like you don't like a label, that's still your friend. More importantly, if right. they're friends the way that we're friends, they're really family. And learn how to, to respect someone's feelings and their opinion and communicate what's best for them so that they can be right. receptive. And just like I said, turn off the business. Like, hey, business meetings over at 5 o'clock. Are we still going to, go to the mall? Are we still going to get dinner? Like, don't report right. those emotions. Oh, that's right. A, that's be a, ready. That's, yeah. that's be bless. ready for
0: trials. You are gonna have disagreements and trials and tribulations, but like Tashimi has said, push forward, push through it, because the three of us, I don't, and and we sit down and we talk about we've been through so much together, right? And one thing we want to be, we want to do together before we die is celebrate life in abundance together. So that, that's the that's the end result. So whatever beef we have or whatever, the end result is to be rich together, wealthy, take care of our family together, and live a, a, a nice life before we pass away. That's the end result. So nothing is gonna block that, and we gotta do what we gotta do. I'll fight with you today, and <laughs> give you tomorrow, and then the next day let's be back, be back on. You know understand? <laughs> so that's that's just what it is.
4: Yeah, I, 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 what I, to add. My advice is number one is to listen. Listen to your partner, right? Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a voice. Just listen to what the person has to say. And at the end, you can agree to disagree. But like what Ty said, respect is key. Right, I don't yeah. have to like what you're saying. I don't have to love what you're saying. I could be upset with you, but I have to always show you respect. And I have to listen to you. We have to listen to one to one another. And we have right. to come together and we have to find a middle ground, you right. know? And then, and then after that, like what Ashanti just said, let's figure out how to move on. We're not going to stay here because the business is not going to grow. We're not going to make any money. We're not going to be successful. And we can't show everybody behind us how to be successful. So how right. do we move on from here? So that's I- the main
2: thing. I, I I love it. And, and from one business owner to three business owner, I just want to I just want you guys to know that I understand the grind and I respect your hustle. And I truly appreciate you guys for sharing your journey with us. And thank I wish you guys thank you. so much. Thank you so continue. much. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> To learn more about how you can get your hands on a bottle of Ezervere wines, visit Ezreverewines.com. Bye. Thank you, ladies, so much. Thank I really you appreciate it. So and welcome to your show. All. You guys are awesome. Thank Invite
0: you you us so many
2: times. Yes, we man. will. Don't extend Thank me the so invitation because <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. Thank you
0: so much. Thank, Thank you. you
2: guys. Thank you.
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: That was totally awesome. Those ladies are phenomenal. Hey, and I just hey, love their grind and their hustle and especially their cohesive friendship. It's,
1: yeah, it's, that's it's what great. that's what I was going to say. Uh, with their chemistry with the business piece of it and their friendship and how they navigate. Even if you look at how they were answering the questions, mm-hmm. how it went to here, it went to here, like everybody kind of, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yeah. It's a dope concept. The, 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 the reverse, like everything in the interview, like it was amazing. So
2: yeah, it yeah
1: excuses because these young ladies have made it happen.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I totally respect them and I, man, I would love to have them back on the show, you know, to, you know, give some time and see, especially, you know, after COVID and see how these ladies have been able to, because it seems like they've sort of been able to pivot with covid and now see how they they've been able to pivot once all the wineries cut you know come back up and they're able to move forward. I will definitely like to see how they're doing and then how they're doing in Bermuda and then New Jersey. So it's just you know they are in a they are in a business where it's a lot of competition but they are keeping their head above water. Yeah. And you know and they are three black women doing phenomenal things in the that's wine industry about
1: before they're doing something different they're doing yeah we about this yesterday yeah doing, doing stuff yeah different right so that's what's that's what's gonna make them stand out the most and i can't wait to see them nationwide and international i know so it's coming the-
2: I, you know what? It's like you know, I, I I don't drink, but you know, I I definitely, <laughs> you know, I know, I definitely cheers to cheers to them, and I hope that one day, you know, I'm able to come go to one of their events and just have a little a little smidgen of, of Ezra Ville wines, <laughs> just just a tiny tiny tiny. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a, it's been a great, a great, great show. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah, I, I, enjoy talking to them. So anyway, guys tune in next week's show. Our guest will be Danae Dominique. She is the founder of It's a Mood Hair Boutique in Los Angeles, California. And we'll discuss among other things, wigs. We'll talk about how do men, <laughs> how do men feel about women wearing wigs? But now, now, now men. You know, they've kind of got in and in, in on the fad too, you know. Oh, the, yeah. What yeah, what do you call it? The men wearing the little I things? don't
1: know, but I've seen <laughs> too many videos of dude getting whole hot fades. I saw a dude get a whole he got whole uh brain, he got dreads. I seen yeah, people get, yeah. get a whole beard unit. I'm yes.
2: like I'm, I've seen that you know we need to find we need to get a <laughs> we need to get a guy that has a weave. So if you're watching and you get a weave and 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 or a a man weave whatever it is, if you're watching oh, and you man. get that, you know what, you need to get in contact with us. We need to have you on the show. <laughs> So if you'd like to have your business featured on the KUTC Business Spotlight, send a message to Facebook, send a message to us on Facebook at KUTC Live. And remember, you can watch KUTC Live right here on Facebook every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. Or if you missed the show, you can click the link in the KUTC Live Facebook page or visit BlackLineEntertainment.com. So every week I like to end the show with a positive quote. And this week, quote, this week's quote is from former NBA coach Phil Jackson. The strength of the team is each individual member. The strength of each individual, each member, is the team. Can I read that again? Because I want to do. I want to do better. Okay. Yeah, so this week's. I'm gonna say it again. Okay. <laughs> so this week, <laughs> this week's quote is from former NBA coach Phil Jackson. And (laughs) the strength of the team is each individual member. The strength of each member is the team. Until next time.
1: Make sure you keep up the conversation.
2: All right.
0: Follow Keeping Up the Conversation on Facebook at KUTC Live.